we go again. Here we go again. So as I was saying, I want to keep doing this new achievement archive thing we're doing because I find it quite fun. So, wow, my way... Oh, I forgot about that. Sorry? Yeah, I know. It's much bigger, isn't it? It's kind of insane. Yeah. So, Jables, where did we get up to? I think we were doing about three games at a time. We've talked about Avatar before. I want to ask you about a very interesting game called Lord of the Rings Conquest. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is interesting because it's made by Pandemic, who notoriously made some incredible games, including Saboteur, which Jay likes, and Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, the OGs. They were the bee's knees. They then make a Lord of the Rings game. Now, this was the first game, or one of the first games I got using Love Film. Remember Love Film, Jay? (laughs) Yes. I remember coming over to your house, and you had like an ottoman in the hallway. Where you could like sit and take your shoes off, it had like a back to it, and I remember on like either the far left or the far right, you had a stack of like Netflix or Love Film like DVDs. Oh really? Yeah, I remember every time I came around, you always had a stack of them. You had so many, and I'd be like, "Wow, they like watching movies, I guess." Oh wow! And I have a feeling you you were getting games from that as well. From I, remember. I remember the Ottoman you talk <clears throat> about. I remember that. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I think you could get both. And basically, I think Love Film was what eventually became Amazon Prime, eventually, because they acquired yeah. that. And then Netflix became a streaming service. Mm, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because Netflix, Netflix used to email the DVDs too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dude, that, you can't recreate that feeling of like a, a disc coming through the post. I don't know what disc it's going to be. Open it up. Oh, it's this. Do you know what I mean? I guess so, yeah. I mean, maybe you could check online and see what one came to you. But anyway, let's get back to the point. So Lord of the Rings Conquest comes through. Uh, So I didn't buy this game at launch, Jay. But I remember playing it thinking like, oh my God, this is basically Star Wars Battlefront in the Lord of the Rings universe. I also remember playing through the whole game and then some around uh, my mates, Jack. Mm. um, Played through it all night. He notoriously as I bring up every time I see him, because I'm repetitive, uh, notoriously gave me a glass of Coke during the night, and um, I tried some, and it was a glass of vinegar. And uh, That's gross. It was fantastic, yeah. And then so we I'm did... now looking at um, gameplay of Lord of the Rings Conquest, and I remember it pretty well, actually, but it does not hold up very well. Yeah, what, what you tell me what your thoughts are, because I don't think it holds up well either. Yeah, I don't know if you can see it. Oh man, that's dope! Technology's amazing, isn't it? Is that a is that a double speed or something? No, that's just as is. Huh? That's the very beginning of the game, and if you remember that, I remember. Helm's Deep, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You remember um, huh. what what are your thoughts then? What what are your memories to this game? It's it's odd because it's not like that good of a game, but it has a very similar feeling to what I remember Battlefront, Battlefront one and two. Is that the right game? Star Wars Battlefront? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a very similar feeling to that where in my mind it played so much better, but looking back at it, it's like, Jesus Christ, how did I ever even play that? <laughs> you couldn't pay me to play something like that nowadays. Sure. In terms of uh, <clears throat> playing through it at the time, did you enjoy it a lot? Because I see you've got most achievements for it. Uh, yeah, I must have, but I, it's funny, I don't really remember most of the game. I think I'd, it's one of those things where I'd have to look at someone play through the game to realise what I remember. Well, it's like it's in the part of my brain that's sort of like the the sort of backup area where 
I won't ever know what it remember what it looks like until I bring it to the forefront again. So I'd have to like remind myself what it looked like. But sure, I can appreciate that. Yeah, I have to make my memory has gotten to the point where it's full, so I have to just make I have to delete things and make room. So I get you. I think you may remember Jay. Once you finish the main campaign, the hero campaign, you can do the villain campaign, and you basically like I think I think. You basically start at the end of the hero campaign, but obviously instead of them winning, the villains win, and then so you slowly push back all the territory they've just gained. So like Gondor, yeah. Rohan. Is there a multiplayer? There is a multiplayer. Yeah. Because I think that's what you had to do in the multiplayer, right? You had to sort of push for control, basically. I think so. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you could do that in. Well, you can do that in a number of multiplayer games. You can do that in Call of Duty. You can do that in Battlefront. There is a big one though that um that rings <laughs> that bell. Pushing forward and back. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they do it in Overwatch. It's basically the primary. Uh, there's a, actually there's a new mode in Overwatch called Push. We have to do that. Oh, aptly named. Th- this is one of those games, Jay, where if I was going to be, or if I was a big uh, time streamer or YouTuber, <laughs> this is the sort of game where I would gather my forces <laughs> and. Ask people to basically boost the Chivos with me because that would that would help my OCD. You know what I'm saying? Because there's quite a few yep. multiplayer achievements. I can understand that. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah you kind of need to. I, it still bugs me that there's ever multiplayer achievements in games. Do you know what I think they should do? Because um, go on. Bleeding Edge did this. Bleeding Edge is obviously a multiplayer only game, and at some point the game went down. For, you know, from like maybe tens of thousands of concurrent players to maybe only a couple hundred or something. So what they did was. They basically gave away the achievements. So all you had to do was play one match and they gave you all the achievements for the game. So basically a thousand G instantly. Why didn't you tell me about this? Why didn't I, I go did on tell it? you about this? You can probably do it right now. I think it's gone I down now, you, hasn't it? I said to you, yo, if you want to get this quick G, do it. And you were like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to bother. What? I remember what you, you play said. one you like, match eh, and really you get a thousand G. Basically. They just give you them. You don't have to really do anything. You just got to play the match, and they give you all the achievements. Why? I'm so weird. <clears throat> I know. You were like, oh, I don't really like that game. I'm, I'm like, so I think, I think in your mind, you didn't realize what I was saying. I was like, dude, they're just gonna give them to you. You were like, no, I don't think so. Like, okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Whatever. Do you? I don't know how you felt with me. I genuinely don't know how you felt with me. Oh god. Right, yeah, okay. I think they should do that for every game that has a multiplayer achievement. I think at some point, once the game gets to a certain point. Just give away, like let just give away the achievements. I don't hundred percent, bro. Like if a game, if a game's uh, servers go down at that point, you should definitely give away the achievements. I think every game should do that. Should be it should be the standard. Completely agree. Um, Jay, why don't we go a step further and say if you buy the game or acquire the game and play the single player, as soon as you boot up the game, all all multiplayer achievements pop because it's already gone yeah. down. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I agree. Totally agree. And then I don't, I don't see why that like can you imagine like that would be that would probably that might even revitalize some of the game or something you know like people will be like oh this game just gives you all the achievements cool and then there'd be like more talk around it and then people will be hyped about maybe there being another one or something. That's like true. That. I guess the con though is that the achievements would lose value so to speak because you'd have thousands of people just going to old games and getting for, but like ah oh, come on we're OCD just just. We're not not saying you have to get every achievement. Like just just the multiplayer ones, you know, just the multiplayer ones. 
And even if you do, then maybe it just gets a little avatar stigma to it. So we, we don't give a shit anyway. Do you know what I mean? There's like, probably thousands of games that the multiplayer just doesn't work on them anymore and you cannot get the achievements anymore. 100%, mate. Like 100%. thousands. There's probably more of those coming up more recently with all the games being shut down. That's, yeah, there is a lot. Yeah, you're right. Now, next game I want to go to, Jay. I'm kind of mm. doing this in order because if not, I'm going to lose track big time. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Viva Pinata. Huh. Yeah, that's a good one. This game was notorious, I think, when it came out because it just looked absurd, frankly. And I yeah. think it had a cult following. I played it for a week or so, I think, and remember thinking, like, yeah, this is cool. I probably don't have the patience to play it. What do you remember about it? I remember thinking that it, it was a long game because it took forever. Mm. And there wasn't really much skill involved. It was more of just like a endurance type thing. But to me, it almost feels like you could make Viva Vignata into a mobile game nowadays, and it would probably do really, really well. Because it has that kind of um, layout, I guess you could say. Like, it, it is very much a kind of like, you know, build a base, build your garden, and sort of, you know, it's a, it's a little bit like uh, like an Animal Crossing style kind of thing, but with animals, I guess. Yeah, I, I think there might even be like clones of this game on, on mobile somewhere. It wouldn't surprise me. Because they made a second one as well, didn't they? Yeah. Pa- uh, like Parad- something Lost in Paradise or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It, no, it, was, it was fine. I mean, it was... It was, was that not just like know. an enhanced edition of the first or was that a proper sequel, sequel, sequel? Yeah, I think know? it was a proper sequel. There right, was like okay. additions to it or whatever. But fine. again, I think that's almost like of a bygone era. Like that, that, there, was, there was like a part of a 360 era where... There was like an aesthetic with how some games looked on Xbox, and that was just one of them. Same with like PS3, like certain games all kind of had a similar feel to them. And you don't really get that anymore. A lot of those games are sort of not that um, hardware um, heavy, you know? They don't need a lot of uh, CPU in them, so they just go straight to mobile now. Do you remember the, uh, like for us being young boys, do you remember the stigma around Viva Pinata in terms of like, Looks like a girl game or a children's game. No, that oh, never crossed my mind, not even slightly. Oh, interesting. interesting. Not even a little bit. I'm trying to think of what games were like that that I can even think. I don't remember, I don't think I had a single stigma around a game. I mean, maybe Kirby, just because it was like a pink character. Sure, sure. And even that, I didn't even like Kirby, so I don't really. Sure. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember there being a stigma around anything. And the last one, Jay. Uh, Call of Duty 3. Okay. Is that, that wasn't a big red one, was it? No, that was Call of Duty 2 on the PS2. Two. Yeah. Okay. Call of Duty 3, I am... Just as so is. Call of Duty 2 was on 360. It might have even been a launch title, I can't remember. But the interesting thing about COD 3, I think, is that that was probably one, one of the biggest CODs ever at the time. Yeah, it definitely launched it into 4 and I think 4 was probably the biggest one ever. But the, if you look at the difference between 3 and 4, it is massive. Massive. It's probably, it probably the biggest leap in Call of Duty history. Not even a joke. Well, interestingly enough, Jay, not to go on too much of a tangent, but I listened to another podcast and mm-hmm. uh, Chris Reagan, who I think you know of, maybe. YouTuber? No? Mm-hmm. Don't worry. He was basically just talking about the leap between uh, PS2 generation and 360 generation. And how he thinks that 
that there will never be as big a leap in gaming ever again no. in terms of it was graphics, it was in giant. terms of playing music on your console, in terms of the marketplace, in terms of Xbox, like everything, everything. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It almost feels like the 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 game like level up, like the way that games have transitioned into newer graphics felt like quite a steady, like a gradual rise. Mm over the last decade or so but from like you say from that generation to the next it was like a massive step like it was like a whoop straight up but now it just sort of almost feels like a very like very slightly uh raising like steady plateau kind of thing like there's very like there's very minimal change like if you look at the graph of like where it began of like 80s like arcade machines it sort of like did this and then it did this and then it's sort of done this again it's like just you know there was a massive leap in the middle, and then nothing since, basically. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's. It, I think we've almost come to the point where graphics can't get much better. Like it's, we. I think. Uh... I also think that there was a steady increase across most games, right, Jay? But then we have at the moment a few games which just seem to skyrocket against others. So the likes of Red Dead Two or The Last of Us Part Two, or even Ghost of Tsushima, um, like Horizon, the new Horizon game graphically is probably one of the best ones i've seen in recent history and no one talked about it like the water graphics in that game jesus christ they 100%. elevated they elevated and i haven't also, played the game and well, from what i've seen it just looks insane and also like demon souls the remake i think that looks one of the yeah blue point killed it they need to do something soon they need to do something really really soon that, i mean that's coming up bro that came out 2020 launch title right so i mean that's that time's yeah, coming, they, you know what I mean? They need to do something. People are still talking about Bloodborne, but I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Because oh, apparently uh, there was a thing that came out recently about how one of the developers on the Bloodborne PC, HD PC port, apparently like mucked up something with a previous port, and then so they just cancelled it. So there's no PC port coming either? There was going to be one, but apparently they cancelled it. Dude... Because it wasn't like they just couldn't figure it out or something. Dude, know. even if they release a PS5 remastered edition, I'm getting that day one. Like, I don't think I would. I think I've I've had my time of Bloodborne. If fair. I ever go back, it'll be way in the future. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, Call of Duty Three then. So any, I mean, I don't remember this game very well at all, Jay. Maybe again, maybe one of those where you well. watch someone play through it and you can kind of remember it a bit, you know? Yeah, it would be similar to that, but I remember it pretty well. I remember exactly what the graphics and the the mini map looks like. Sure. I, could pro- I reckon if I watched someone play the campaign, I could probably guess what happened next just because I've done it so many times. Sure. That might have also been one of the first times I did a like a hardcore veteran um, playthrough on a game. Yeah, let me just double doing check. doing it right from the jump. Let me double check that. Keep talking though because I came off my, uh, my menu. I mean, yeah, it was... I think Call of Duty, Call of Duty 2 was definitely my first um, experience with Call of Duty, but 3 sort of like... I don't know. It was just like a, a very slight evolution. I mean, it was actually it was definitely a hell of a lot better. Like Call of Duty Two was almost like like bloody Goldeneye level of graphics. Like it was kind of bad. It was like very N sixty four ish. It was like a, a better version of that. But going from two to three was uh, was better. But I mean, looking back at it now, Jesus Christ! Again, I wouldn't play it. Like you couldn't get me to play that. I don't think. Unfortunately, Jay, you didn't play it on veteran. No, I might have played it, but maybe not finished it. You did finish it. You've got the achievement for finishing no, the campaign. Finishing oh. it on vet. I didn't play it outright in veteran. I might have attempted to get somewhere. You might have done it, it uh, on hardened, it. maybe. 
Maybe. I don't know. There's, uh, again, some multiplayer achievements. There's not many achievements on this game at all, actually. There's some big ones. You've got a 100G achievement for completing a mission without firing a round, but you can do melee attacks and hand grenades. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, I remember that. That's funny. <laughs> uh, uh, and you've also got a 5G achievement, which I don't have, so I can't tell you about it, I'm afraid. Okay. Complete a mission with your, complete a mission with your body intact. Now, that sounds like a pain in the ass. We've both I got think that's it, like, I think that's like not getting hit or something, isn't it? Wow. Or like not having, yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, I've just realized, Jay. I think this was back when Call of Duty still had med packs, isn't it? Would you, no? Yeah. Was, it, yeah, was this the I beginning so. of the staying cover and I can't remember. Yeah. I hate the med. I'm so glad we're on the regen health thing. I'm, I'm genuinely thrilled about it, actually. Well, I mean, I haven't played it in long enough to remember. The last time I played Call of Duty, there was a med pack, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can't even remember. Well, Jables, that's it for yeah. this week on Achievement Archive. Now, next new segment I want to try out, just to see what your thoughts are. I'm quite okay. excited about it. This is called Re Review the Reviews. So, I just want you to guess the game based oh. on the reviews on the Xbox store that I'm going to read to you. Oh, I see. So, you're like people who have reviewed the game. Yeah. On like a yeah, they've given like a how many stars out of whatever. Yeah. And they've said something either really dumb or really good. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. You ready? Try and guess the game. I mean, this is going to be nigh impossible depending on what they say, but yeah. I just we'll see what happens. By the way, this is supposed to be quite humorous. Okay, they're not supposed yeah. to be serious yeah, reviews. Yeah. All right. I imagine so. Yeah. I'll read the title and then I'll read the description. Uh -oh. Great game. Rating is ruined <laughs> by idiots who don't understand the meaning of free play days. Best came ever. Fantastic shooter. Lots of fun. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs up, smiley face. Don't trust the reviews. Great game. Those free play days were a good taster, but people don't understand the owning something for a week. Doesn't that mean doesn't mean that you have to have doesn't mean that you have it forever. <laughs> oh, that's odd. For the that's hopeful kids. finish, but that's didn't kids. like the last hurdle. And no, but it ain't a race. In fact, I think that this one brought interesting mechanics to the franchise, and it wasn't too easy either. Both good elements, but seriously, this game is lacking in content. A couple more DLCs would have given it more life. As a result, it feels a bit rushed. Hence, it's a four-star. Huh. I honestly don't think I can give you like a coherent guess. I mean, I'm trying to think of what games have had free play days. I mean, it, I guess it could have been like Call of Duty, probably. Uh, I feel like. Well, let's see what we've that, got. We've but... got franchise. We've got short game. Feels rushed. Needs oh, more DLCs. Game. We've got a big franchise. We've got a game that was free on free play days at some point. Need help. It's okay now. Brackets. I wake up at 7.45 on Thursday only to find I can install the game I did not buy, nor do I have the Microsoft points to buy it. Please, Xbox Live or the game, Des. Help if anyone else could tell me how this happened. Please let me know. Thanks for reading. It's just someone who doesn't know, what, <laughs> again, what free play they Good game, is just end-to-end -end game content. Anthem? All it's missing, to be honest, is more stuff to do at end game. Brackets, level 70. Oh, so is it, I don't think it's maybe um, uh, Anthem, then. Level 70? Is it like Diablo or something? Diablo got to 60, so maybe not. I Man, don't know. What is it? I'm really confused. Fantastic. Platformer. 
They added <coughs> verticality, which means it's now a dull platformer. I got to level 15 and gave up when oh. I was trying to find some items by platforming in a maze in the dark. It's just cheap. Do I read these seriously? I don't think I should give context to these. I think I should just read them as is. I think that's funnier. Why do you do this? You give it for free, then you take it away. At least let us buy it. Please, thank you. <laughs> give it for free. Bloody hell. These people are idiots. Yeah. Awful garbage. Trash. One star. A maze platforming in the dark? Yeah, I wouldn't look too much into that. Right, I'll give you I'll give you a one that's gonna help a lot. Yeah. Five stars. Great game before two K went woke. Uh was it Borderlands? Which one? Three. No, think about it. Too short. Needs more DLC. Oh, pre sequel? Pre sequel. Jesus. Well I guess that's a segue into what we played last night. Worst game I have ever played, one star. <laughs> They really give free play days for that? That's odd. I guess, I guess. I guess. Third worst game on Xbox One. Three stars. Bugs rampant. Lack of support. Three stars for the third worst game on Xbox One? What fucking games are you playing? What crap's this, huh? Five stars. Love the game. Got it free. Now can't bloody pay. Play. I demand a refund of the price for the bundle or to play my games. Got it? Wow. What? Wow, wow. Wait a minute. I haven't got the Ultra HD pack installed. You should probably do that. Are you having the laugh? So I've been playing it just like... Yeah, that's a bit... Oh, it's about a 7 gig like uh, download, but you get HD textures, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Right. Do you seriously not have it installed? Are you no, serious? I'm f- Man, the game must look awful. You're basically playing it on 360. You do realise that. Well, the HD me. textures were, were, uh, were an Xbox One feature. It was like Xbox One enhanced, basically. This is one Xbox One X, so I don't even think I had it on my original Xbox One. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Man, you, it's funny, because you said it looked good last night. I did. But you're playing it on bloody 360 mode, basically. Uh, did you awful. ever play the um, Game of the Year edition for Borderlands? You know, like the remaster. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think so. Seven oh, um, oh okay. maybe. Maybe? I can't remember. Okay. It's funny, like... I was going to bring this up at some point, but playing Wonderlands and Borderlands again last night, like, it's mm. really making me want another Borderlands game. You're so funny. You said you were, like, out of that mode. Well, I'm now back in it. Okay. It's funny how I think my brain works. I like, like, if they released Borderlands 4 right now, I'd be I'd be on it. Sure. I'd be in it. I'd be totally invested. Nice. I'd be playing it for weeks. I don't think it's coming anytime soon, bro. That's annoying. Very annoying. Well, I mean, knows. how long has it been since Borderlands 3? 2019? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So four, coming up on four years in September. You forget Wonderlands, though. <laughs> yeah, but that was a different team, wasn't it? I don't know, actually. Uh, I don't know. And also, Gearbox just made new tales from the Borderlands, which doesn't seem to have sold very well. No, thank God, goodness, because it's awful. Is it awful? Yeah, of course it's awful. Not Borderlands. Hey, it's tales from the Borderlands is good. It's not a Borderlands game, though. Well, boring is a boring walking simulator. Boring. Boring. I, mean, I like it personally. Well, you are okay to have that opinion. Right, Jay, let's move on to the main show. Uh, it's. Okay. Uh, oh dear. Just needed better writing. Oh dear. Yeah, no. Oh dear. Oh dear. Anyway, let's move on to the main part of the show. 
So let me talk to you about Jay what I've been playing. And then Please. actually let's let's jump straight into the news. A lot to cover. Okay. I want to jump straight into the news. Okay. okay. So Jay, news story number one for you. Sons mm. of the Forest. Oh, A go. lot of sales news. Sale. I just you know the song? Sale. Sale. Yeah, okay. Wow. <laughs> Sons of the Forest <laughs> sells two million copies in twenty four hours after entering early that is access. Ridiculous. So what is this game, Jay? Talk to me. Talk to so me. there's a game that came out a long time ago called The Forest. Which yeah, is basically I think No. Yeah, so it's it was one of these first games sort of of that era of games that was much like Minecraft, but a more of a a uh, better graphics version it was basically literally like a survival game where you're dropped into a forest in a random place or after a plane crash and you ha- you're given like an axe literally that's all you're given you have to go and survive like create a hut have food survive for as long as you can but then it sort of turned into the like this hidden game within the game where there was actually almost like a, a lost like the tv show lost element to it where there was like a hidden bunker and there was a reason why you crashed on that island and all this sort of like hidden oh, really? ending to the game. Yeah. Cool. That was basically the premise. It's actually like a, a full story. There was like a cult on the island or all this kind of stuff, right? So they, they it became a bit of a niche cult classic. Yeah. And it, a lot of people really liked it and sort of, you know, I've, watching the campaign on that is really fascinating. Um, you I can remember actually speedrun it... it as well in about 20 minutes, which is pretty cool. Wow. I remember it selling quite well randomly on like weird months and stuff. Like just yeah, random, exactly. like it's MPD one of these, one of these hidden gems, essentially. Mm. Um, but the sequel to that game came out a day ago. Okay, on early um, access. Yeah, Steam. early access, and weirdly, two million people were like, "Oh, I'm playing this." Mental. So, it, yeah, that's. I think I've never heard of a game making more than a million in sales in 24 hours. I don't think. Two I million think um, GTA Five probably did that. Yeah, probably, but, I but mean, yeah, maybe I Spider-Man hear. as well. But I mean, this is—I mean, this is uh, this kind of game. I wouldn't expect this level of uh, hype and sales around, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, the developers must be like me. set for life now, right? Surely. Well, it's a know. small team, I assume. No. Yeah, pretty small team, but I, I'd imagine they probably wouldn't expect anything more than like a million in sales over the course of a year, and they've yeah. got double that in twenty-four hours. Like this, this game is gonna quickly diminish in sales but i mean it'll you know they've already basically they've already made their money back 100 percent. so what aspect is it jay about this is it all the different elements in terms of speed running streaming no i think it's primarily the mystery of it but i think it's then i think second or if not joint first of a reason as to why is because it is basically like just a survival game that requires you to build stuff and hack down trees and you know so the people, would, I, think, I imagine people would just want to see the evolution of that and how that's changed. I think the first game came out in like seven or eight years ago. So cool. They kind of just want to see what what's happened. I imagine there's people who've probably been following it and know what's going to happen. So they're like, oh, it looks amazing. There's clearly a market that I haven't been keeping an eye on. So Sweet. Yeah, I was just intrigued. Next on the sale. Yeah, no, it's a cool story. Next on the sale side. Bro. A great, great news story. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, which is the Harry Potter game that we all wanted. I haven't played it yet, by the way, guys, but Jay's finished <laughs> it. Amazing, we'll talk mate. about it later. Everyone else yeah. is playing it. It's every, it's what we all wanted. 
and sold more than 12 million units. Jay, who would have thought a single-player open-world RPG Harry Potter game has sold millions of copies? Who the fuck would have thought that? Yeah, it took them them long enough. But to be honest, I don't think they would have made a good enough game earlier. You know, I think it would have been a bit of a letdown had they not waited this long, to be honest. And I still think they can improve on it massively. I think they've got a way to go, honestly. It's very exciting. It's very exciting times. Anything else you want to talk about on that story? Just as to be expected with this kind of game, you know, sells a lot and it makes sense. I mean, apparently it was about 850 million in sales. Roughly, so they've almost made. A, I reckon they'll make a billion before the end of March. So hopefully, well, I assume yeah. they've already made their money back. Then I, I think, yeah, I think. Um, what actually? Once we talk about this next sales one, I'll make a reference back to this. Basically, okay. Uh, next sale one. Okay, I'm not sure when that. Oh, I can move that. That's fine. Elden Ring, ladies and gentlemen, has sold 20 million units in a year. In a year, coming from. The Elden Ring Twitter, yeah, account. So someone uh, on Twitter I saw sort of made a, a reference to the Elden Ring making semi sales versus um, Hogwarts, and Hogwarts obviously being at twelve after two weeks, and Elden Ring being at twenty after a year. They were like, "I wouldn't surprise me if by June they hit twenty million. Sure. Like, uh, so how many months? That would only be like four months. Four months it hit the same amount as Elden Ring in a year." I think it's funny how, like, I don't necessarily think sales equates to game of the year status necessarily, but I, I don't, I don't think I'm trying to think what other games are coming out this year. But I don't think Hogwarts Legacy is going to be game of the year. I think it may be in the top five, potentially. Like, it'll probably be a nominee, but I don't think it will win. I don't think. I'm trying to think what else is, is Tears of the Kingdom coming out this year? I think so. Yeah, that'll probably be game of the year, but I think Hogwarts Legacy. Um, having so many sales <clears throat> does somewhat equate to popularity and also um, the reason what you know it being an actual good game and being warranted to being nominated as being game of the year. So it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if if like end of the year um, you had you know Tears of the Kingdom, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm trying to think what else is coming out this year. Uh, Final Fantasy fifth, uh, sixteen would probably be in there. Hopefully, um, Diablo Jedi. will probably be in there, and Jedi. It'll probably be those five more than likely. As game of the year contenders. On this note, Jay, I know I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think it really just shows how hungry nerds like us are for great single player games. To yeah, be just for good single player games, which I'll make a reference to that again in a little while. Okay. <laughs> all this all ties together. I've sort of created a little story here with my news, but yeah, I'll, I'll make a reference to that in a bit. But very I totally good. agree. Yeah, Jay, I'm thinking. But the thing is, I'm I'm kind of like, I'll I'll again talk about this in a, in a different way in a minute, but sure. While I while I think as a as a collective, it seems gamers are more inclined to want just a single player story. It almost feels like the multiplayer games from the collective are being pushed out. You know, yeah. Like people don't want multiplayer games as much anymore. They just sort of want. I think it's because we've had so much multiplayer over the last decade, like Destiny, uh, Fortnite. Battleborn, Evolve, yeah, like the list goes basically on. all these all these multiplayer type games. People are like, oh, well, they haven't really done that well, so why don't we go back to what we know and love, kind of thing. Um, and I don't get I, why I'm, they. I'm still on the multiplayer train, if you ask me. Like, I still want multiplayer games, service, live service games. 
Like I'm, even though I know it'll be disappointing in in some respect, I still enjoy playing them. So I don't really want them to go away necessarily. I think there's always going to be, you know, a massive, massive, massive market for Molly play games. But for me, Jay, selfishly, I would rather have a indie single player game trying to do something new. Let's say yeah. from the likes of Ubisoft. So let's say a Valiant Hearts or a Child of Light. Then Ubisoft try and make the new Fortnite. You know what I'm saying? That's so. If they were like, we've got these resources, we've got this budget. What do you want to make? I would say personally, go with something that's a little bit more innovative or something that you guys want to make. Whereas it does feel like a lot of the time at the moment, there's multiplayer games being pushed out the door left, right, center, and they're getting shut down after six months, and it's just not quite hitting the mark in terms of. For instance, I still think and talk about Child of Light. I yeah. don't know many people who still really talk much about the likes of Knockout City. Not to trash on it, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, no, I can agree. I can agree. I think it's what's annoying me on this is people are lumping together looter shooters and Fortnite clones. And sure. I don't like that because they're not the same. To me, a looter shooter is still a good game. Like, yeah, I like yeah, looter yeah. shooters. Uh, I, I, as long as looter shooters are still being made, I'm still happy because I, I don't care if they're bad or or not. Like obviously Avengers, I think the the thing with Avengers is like everyone's always like comparing anything that comes out that's similar to that now to that because of how bad it was. But I'm still you know hopeful that they'll make one like Avengers, but the version we wanted from in the first place, not the terrible thing we got in the end. So yeah, totally. That's kind of what I'm hoping. And on that note, Jay. I'm not Please, sure. Yes. I think we should maybe talk about the state of play for this next story in yeah, general. We'll do that and then we'll work up to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what's talk about the state of play now? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So there was a state of play. I watched it in the bath this morning. Uh just to catch up before the pod. <laughs> in the bath. In the bath. Okay. And um before we move on to the main highlight, Jay, any thoughts on the other games they showed? Yeah, so the, the initial like 15, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes was like all VR games, right? Yeah, for PSVR Which 2. Yeah. was awful. That was abysmal. I really, I think it's a waste of money. I don't think they're going to make anything off of that at all. Do you think it's going to be I a think, I still game? think VR is just a bad idea. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like VR at all. In terms of, because it zones people out of the real world? <laughs> I think VR will almost become like the, is it the eye toy? Sure. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll just die off. I really hope it does. I just hate VR. I just people think it's the evolution of gaming. I don't. I think um, it's way too expensive for what it is. Have you tried it? No. Okay. I've tried but it. I don't, I don't. I don't think necessarily trying it would be like, oh, now I have to have this because I think it's just too expensive for what it is. Yeah. No. Totally. Look, I totally get what you're saying. But I, I think I, it... you could. I. I don't care. I think if VR was even like fifty quid, like if if the machine itself, I still think it's not even worth it then. <laughs> I know it's hundreds now, but like, I, don't, I don't think any price would make VR worth it. You, you could make it free, and it still wouldn't be worth it to me. I think genuinely, I don't think it, I don't think it's the evolution of gaming at all. I could be, I honestly could be eating my words. I think we're just way. We're, I think VR is the evolution of gaming in like fifty to hundred years from now, not in ten, twenty years, not even close. I, I, I just don't. I don't see it. I don't. I mean, I can, I can understand that, like the sort of like you know. Of like being in the game and like having the movement or whatever, but to me, gaming is sitting down with a controller in my hand, sure. not standing up, waving about, having something cover my eyes. That's just I. I know I sound like a fucking boomer or something, but that's not where this is trying to come from. It's just gaming. That's not what gaming is to me at all. 
I think VR is such a waste. And that, that, a lot of it is just like hands that move about shooting a gun. Like, you know, VR, I think, has more potential on PC than it does on console. Because like, I, I even saw a Hogwarts Legacy mod that someone had made for VR where you could literally play the whole game in VR. The whole game. Someone made the VR game from Hogwarts Legacy and no one's talking about it. I don't understand why. Like, you can play the whole fucking game in first person. It's like, what? That's that to me is an evolution. But this this shit we just saw from this like play, this state of play, I was like, this looks like like a connect. It looks awful. It looks like a connect game. I'm like, why the fuck would anyone buy that? Those games aren't going to make any money. I can almost guarantee it. And they shouldn't do. They shouldn't deserve to because they're awful. They're not up to standard. They're really not. They're not up to par. They're below par. They're below average. They're awful. I don't like it. That was my rant. Go on. Just want to make sure that you get what you, you know. You, you yeah, know I had to get that out. It's, it's, honestly, it's it's pissing me off. I'm making my blood boil. I don't like it. VR is just bad. It's really not good. I don't understand where the love of it comes from. I so really on the don't. one hand, I think that I agree with you in that the PSVR <clears throat> 2 showcase, I didn't care about it. I didn't really like the look of the no. games. Now, that's not to say that the ease of access for PSVR 2, because I think you just plug it in a USB port, and the fact yeah. that the games will probably be better than PSVR 1, I can I can appreciate that. Sure. Uh, I did try Skyrim for half an hour, maybe not even that, like seven years ago. And I must say, Jay, I think it is the next step in gaming. But like all, like, like everything with these things, timing is everything. Yeah, and it's not now. And I, I do, I have to agree that it does feel so on the fence in terms of is is VR going to be made in 10 years with Meta and everyone doing it? Or is anyone going to, like you say, it's not, it's just not there. It's just I mean, not to be honest, there. gaming isn't there without VR. Like there's some games that come out now and I'm like, this isn't even close to what should be. Like if you compare it to other games that like, I don't know, like a God of War or a Horizon or a goes to Tsushima like those games are near perfection but so many other games aren't even close to those what why wouldn't you just improve on what's already there rather than abandon that and just try to evolve something that isn't even close yet like it almost feels like there's two races going on the race of on one hand of like gaming that we already have you know like the the with the with the controller third person first person whatever it might be like just trying to improve upon that, you know, innovate on that as best you can. And then something that's so much lower than that being VR, that probably has way more to go to even get to this same level. And then they're just trying to make that like, I can see it's almost like a space race type thing, you know, mm. like they're just trying that because I, I can, I can see that VR obviously isn't in the right spot and it will need literally decades of innovation after innovation to even get close to what we have now. But I, I can, you know, it, it feels more like a pursuit to me of like developers want just to like, get the technology there because it almost feels like it has to be a group effort and it's, it's just going to take time but i i don't care I, I just don't care about it right now like i, I don't know i i can see what it can become but we're talking like sci-fi movie level of we're talking like ready player one level of you know what yeah it should exactly be. but it, yeah. it won't ever get there and I, I don't think i genuinely i i think we'll probably be in our 60s or 70s before vr will actually be any good yeah i hear you it's no it's not gonna be anytime soon so to me i shouldn't i don't really want to worry about it because <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be the one benefit benefiting from it yeah i hear you and to be fair we obviously like our controller games at the moment so 
Dude, yeah. give me a controller any day. That's what I uh, want. I want a controller. So yeah, so there was that, and there was also <laughs> Goodbye Volcano High re-reveal. Yeah, I remember that. They they revealed that what 2020? I think so. Was that on like, the first? I, I think it was either E3. Or it was like a state of play in like twenty. I want to say it was two years well, ago. I, I genuinely that thought on... I thought that game came out already. I was like, "What? <laughs> Didn't this game come out?" I think that was on the original PS5 stream. I think. Oh, so it would have been like yeah, it would have been like the thing that um, came out just before. It would have been what they showed before PS5 was coming out, like to be like, "This is coming out on PS5." Yeah, by the way, hundred percent. But it just never dropped. I was like, "Oh, okay, fine." Um. But it's I, I think they actually showed off gameplay in this one. They didn't. They they just showed off um, story aspects the last time, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so we've got a better idea off, like, of what the, the game... rhythms and a gameplay of what it's actually going to be about. But yeah, this game is definitely not. I mean, I I don't know. Look, I like the look of it, and I like the I love the theme actually in terms of the world's ending. Yeah, and they know it's yeah. ending because it's think dinosaurs, that's... right? It's sort of like the play on the end of the dinosaurs, but the it's basically what would happen if dinosaurs survived. We turned into dinosaurs, but then the extinction event came later okay. on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which is quite is a smart idea. I do appreciate that. And I think but, that um... I think that the game itself and the idea looks interesting because what how how we can relate in this particular time. But like you yeah. say, Joe, I'm also very aware that it, there's the signs are there in terms of it being left wing propaganda. Let's be honest. Basically, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's ideology injected as as. Uh, we ha- we kind of have to come to expect most things being nowadays. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, this I don't even look at this game and go, oh, I, I'd think about playing that. Like you could, again, you couldn't pay me to play it. But I, would, I, I, would I try can appreciate there's free. people out there who I'm sure are going to love it. So it's whatever, you know. How about it? I would try it if it's a free game, but I don't oh, think I. I, I, I mean, it might come to PS Plus. To, pay to be fair, so. You'd so we had that, me. and any other games before <laughs> the main highlight, Jay, that stood out to you? Uh, well, what was the highlight? Suicide Squad. Right, so before that, yeah, there was uh, three new characters were shown for uh, Street Fighter Six. Just a quick question on that, Jay. Are they brand new characters? One of them is. Lily is a new character. So... Oh. So they showed off Kami and they showed off Zangief, who are part of the original World Warrior um, group of fighters. Okay. So uh, this is like a bit of inside baseball, but uh, T-Hawk is a character from Street Fighter 4. And he's like this giant character that almost stands in like a T-pose, basically. He sort of stands like in a T-pose and does this with his arms, almost to look like a hawk, essentially. Okay. But he's part of like a Native American tribe and he fights with like aerial movement and like a hawk and sort of dives down and stuff. And this new character, Lily, is supposed to be from the same tribe as him. But um, T-Hawk being like maybe a man in his late 20s, early 30s, like a big buff dude. Lily is sort of like this, I want to say late teen sort of like grappler character that uses these like uh, very almost like Aztec-y American, uh, Native American style war clubs that look pretty cool. So um, yeah, it's a, I like it when they make new characters that are like completely new designs because it gives people like a reason to be like, oh, I actually want to try that out versus an old character that you can just approve upon, you know? Sure. Or like, sure. you know, play the same kind of style and just, you know, enjoy what you already know so i thought yeah, they i thought they revealed the characters really well because like even i'm still looking at these trailers for this game jay think like i think this game looks great and i don't even play yeah fighting it's games. frustrating because i've sort of fallen out of the world of fighting games because i know i can't i can't i just can't improve any more than i already have like i just i can't play fighting games to it to the level i, I would like to enjoy them at 
it never like it never clicked enough for me to be like oh i really am good at this game versus like, other games like i call of duty i got really good at at one point overwatch i'm starting to get really good at now like i'm much better at like uh looter shooters and single player games that you know require or maybe even just rpgs in general like i, I know i'm fairly good at those i can get them done but fighting games are just really tough like i, I it's something hasn't clicked and it's annoying me I just haven't found. I don't know. <laughs> just, but hasn't Street Fighter Six got that a big story mode element to it? Which it has, yeah. So they've added like a whole new story thing to it now, because the game's basically done. It's just they they need to polish the story mode, which is a bit annoying. Because as far as I'm concerned, uh, Street Fighter is just online multiplayer. But, but that's, surely... that's not really what sells the game as much anymore. So. But surely that story mode could be your way in, because you won't have to necessarily have to be that good. If that makes no, sense. No, to me, fighting games, the, the the way you show how good you are at the game is online. So Fair enough. Fair enough. You have to be able to beat people um, in certain matchups, in every matchup, basically. But yeah, this 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 uh, Street Fighter 6 thing was basically them being like, so they've showed off all 18 base roster characters now. Okay. And any other characters that come out are going to be DLC from here on. So. Cool. Because the characters for the game actually did leak many months ago. So we already know what the DLC characters are going to be, unfortunately. Okay. So we'll see, but the game is look—it's definitely looking like the best fighting game I've ever seen in my life. I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm very jealous that I'm not going to be buying it, unfortunately. What? Just because of what's coming out this year? Yeah, there's too much. I—I've already got—I've already budgeted for way too much already. So. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Now, the main thing for the state of play, Jay, was Suicide Squad. Now. It was. If it's all right with you. I'll give my two cents and then you can crack on. Please, I'm actually. That's kind. I kind of wanted to know what yours was so I can bounce off. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I stand by what we said before, Jay. In terms of the writing, delivery, and cutscenes, still seem phenomenal to me. Like nothing Mm. short phenomenal so far. Yeah, I still think the humor is fantastic. Genuinely, it feels very. I'm trying to think what I compare it to. I guess like it's made by Rocksteady, right? So it's, it's all Arkham level of. Of cutscenes, essentially, and writing, yeah. And I <coughs> thought it was the case that it was pretty much a four-player co-op game. I was a little mm-hmm. bit surprised about the shooting emphasis for every single character in that. I know that there are some uh, differences in terms of Harley's got the swinging and Shark Guy has got the more tankish <laughs> character. King and Shark, I know Deadshot's yeah. got a bit more of that sniper thing going on, but I thought yep. they would be much, <clears throat> much different. I thought it would be very much, if you play the shark guy, you you are meleeing and that's it. And I know they said he melees faster, oh, but I, I thought there would no, be more he of def- an He does have a melee aspect to him, definitely. Yeah. Which I can, which I I can mean, appreciate. I know Harley does as well, because Harley has a bat, right? Right. And obviously Boomer has his, uh, his boomerang abilities that he uses. So I think... As always with these types of games, Jay, I'm not too shocked in terms of the game itself. I'm really glad they've finally shown us the game, pretty much. Mm. I'm personally not too concerned about a type of battle pass if it's cosmetics only. Now, that being said, it boils down to how many missions are in the core game, what sort of replayability and endgame elements are in the game, and will they be repetitive or will they be different and fun? And that's what it boils down to, Jay. Because yep, I don't play Destiny it. because it's repetitive. I don't play... I mean, 
okay, I'll play Borderlands 3 Endgame because I don't think it's as repetitive and I quite enjoy the new game. It's on the border. It's definitely on that line. It rides it very nicely. So I think for me, I think this game still looks really, 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 really good to the point where I'm seriously considering buying it near launch but it's that definitely makes me excited because it means i'll get to play co-op with you and that'll be fucking awesome <laughs> but at the same time it's great. definitely one where i've got to wait for that review embargo because it could easily be a seven it could easily be a nine for yeah, me it's what... it, it's one of those ones where it's a total uh coin flip where it'll either be another avengers right it'll be worse than the avengers or it'll be exactly what we wanted from avengers like there's about three or four different lines it could take we're, we're basically at the point now where in the in like a future tra- a traveling uh, time traveling movie where they're like we we should just go back and change this aspect to make it you know what it should have been kind of thing like the future holds either what we, exactly what we want or just the worst possible outcome and i really hope they just improve upon what we wanted out of avengers because avengers i think the one of the main criticisms of avengers was like twofold. It was obviously the lefty type crap they put into it because it wasn't really an Avengers game. It was basically a, a Mrs. Marvel game, which was bad. Um, and then just again, like the actual game design itself just didn't hit, like you know, like the end game and all that just didn't didn't really fulfill what people wanted. Like there wasn't enough. There was a lot of content. It just didn't. It just felt felt very bland. And I, again, like you say, like it needs to have a decent campaign to warrant wanting to go back and redo that stuff for the end game material basically exactly. and there obviously needs to be a really really good content um uh roadmap i guess between now and however long it plans to stay alive for because that battle pass is not gonna get them any amount of money unless it is updated fairly regularly much in the way that they need to, they need to almost adopt um, a similar model to overwatch's recent um battle pass model which is that it only lasts about 70 days or so and they have seasons, so I'm kind of hoping that there's going to gonna be a similar thing with this, because it is primarily just, oh, and it is really just cosmetics, honestly, it's just skins, really. Skins and, like, things you can add to your weapons, so I think as long as they stick to a, a good enough model, and they don't bugger it up by, like, including, like, things that can help with um, in-game stuff, like add, like giving you stuff that would make you too powerful, or uh, like XP bonuses, as long as they don't go down that route, I think we're going to be all right. There's a, there's more than likely going to be like a basic and a and like a premium version that you have to pay more for or whatever. But I'm kind of hoping that this is free, and then if you want to buy the battle pass, that's how you get all the premium stuff. I'm kind of hoping that's what it is. Like the free battle pass gives you a decent amount, but like battle pass, it's funny. Like battle pass, like uh, like balancing is so important. If you want to put one in your game, if if you muck it up it ruins the whole game. If you get it just right, it can massively elevate the rest of the game. So as long as they get the battle pass right, the rest should follow suit, hopefully. Um, but yeah, like you say, end game needs to be perfect. Campaign needs to be decent. Like, what what would you say is like a decent length for campaign? Because I have my number, and I don't think, I don't know if mine's going to be way over yours or way under yours. I want a minimum 8 to 10 hours. Oh, I was going to say minimum 20. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Minimum twenty, like to me, a, a game like that needs to be decent. Thing is, I, I guess what you're saying is fairly okay. I guess because it could be, if you have a longer than that, it could feel, feel a bit inflated. I guess a bit stuffed. Sure, maybe. But um, but but like you're saying, Jay, I want a 
not a stuffed. I want a good quality campaign. Like for how long 10 is the campaign hours. for Borderlands? It's like twenty five ish hours, right? Borderlands three. Uh, yeah, sure. It's about twenty to twenty five hours, depending on how long you'd play it. I I'd say fifteen to twenty. I think. Uh, okay. But you, you might be. I feel like it depends on right. how you play it. You, if you just yeah, rush yeah. past all the enemies, you could get it done in between like. 13, 14, 15. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you like did everything, did all the side quests and everything, you're probably looking at more like 2025. 20, That's kind of what I'm hoping. I'm hoping there is actually like like an actual RPG element to it. Because if not, it's just not going to feel big enough. I think that was kind of the problem with Avengers. Is it just didn't, there wasn't enough of it. Exactly. It just felt, it just felt small. There needs to be the... enough of the core game. Like, you... Yeah, because if you have enough of the core game, that means the end game is going to be, you're going to have enough variety to want to go back and redo certain areas exactly. that have, you know, way out of or just like that are far apart rather than like it all f- the problem with avengers and those kind of games is it all feels too small there's not enough going on exactly there needs to be a like a massive kind of map i'm a bit worried actually because the metropolis map look doesn't look that big to me like it, it just feels like it's all going to be one area and it's all going to be the same like you're just going to be fighting the same enemies like there's not doing enough enemy variety it's just going to be really boring that's that's my thing that i think is going to happen much like avengers where it's just all the same you basically fought the same enemies over and over I think that's what made. I'm going to make a good comparison here with Marvel Heroes being one of my favorite games ever. The enemy, like that campaign, was like 30 hours long, and it had like 20 different areas you could go to, and each area had different enemies in, and but in each in each area there was like three sub areas that had all different enemy varieties in. There was probably like a hundred different enemies in that game. Sure. Like that's the kind of quality. That was a PC game that came out in 2012. Like, why can't we get that level now in console games? I just don't understand it. Like, that is, to me, that's the standard. Anything less than that is just subpar. The standard has been met, and people just aren't getting there nowadays because they're just, they, they don't, either don't have the time or the they don't want to put the effort in, I guess. Or it just takes too long. I don't know. Development could be a much longer if that was the case. I don't know. Well, this, this game's been in the oven for a long time. Um, but yeah, like eight years, right? Yeah, something like that. Technically, uh, technically the last uh, Rocksteady game was eight years ago. So, to your point, Jay, in regards to Borderlands 3, yeah, for mm. me, a game like Borderlands 3 um, is a single player campaign first, followed yes. by an end game, end if that makes there. sense. Yes. Whereas this feels like the opposite, right? Well, my concern with games these days is that actually they design the end game first, it feels like, and then they add some campaign on. Do you know what I'm saying? It feels yeah, backwards. That's a bad model, to be honest. And I think that's... that, you don't get me wrong, is, is it more likely the end game is not? not what it needs to be if you prioritize the campaign maybe so right because wonderland's end game is probably a bit repetitive to be fair but not i personally wouldn't say terrible but i don't no, think it's, it's pretty it's repetitive about average i'd say it's sure. definitely riding the line between boring and fun sure but obviously they try and do what they can to vary up you know areas and enemies and stuff like that with whatever but in terms of a game like pretty this good enemy variety in that actually yeah 100 percent in terms of a game like this or a destiny like or whatever like you say it needs to have that solid campaign like we need to feel like we've played through an entire game with a 70 exactly i'd be like oh there's this whole other game like that's that's what it was like with destiny the first time like you play through the campaign it's probably like 20 to 25 hours ish and then you got to the end game and we're like whoa there's so much more to do but it didn't feel like it wouldn't. It didn't really feel like conflated. It didn't feel like, oh, I've now got more to do. Great. Like you felt excited because there was still more of the same, but it was what you wanted still. Like the game left you wanting more. 
Yeah. And I think if if we come to the end of the campaign of this and you feel done already, it's kind of like, well, what's the point now? Like it should it should leave you wanting more. Exactly, exactly. One thing that did uh, alert me was the gear score. I I just got a little or oh, don't know about that. Yeah, it's funny because it was already in like the thousands, wasn't it? Yes, I think it was. And that was obviously like that was all like level fifty end game stuff. So basically, I think they basically showed off that to be like, this is what the end game is going to be like this is what the max level of stuff's going to look like sure. this is what you're this is basically what you're aiming for sure um which i think they do in a lot of games to sort of get people excited they want to see big big damage numbers and legendary gear and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um which I, i'm kind of happy they did that to be honest what, what do you think yeah i don't mind it I, I to be honest jay i always go into these things knowing that they're going to show me the best of everything yeah. if that makes sense so yeah, yeah, like yeah. i'm already going in thinking oh that cool armor they shoot that might even be behind a battle pass or even not oh be. no it will be any of the skins you saw they were there behind battle pass so i always have that skepticism so i don't mind them showing like this is what i do like is when they go this is your sort of custom layout and what you might look like level five level ten here's what you can look like at level like i think that's a fair comparison because i think it really yeah. shows what you can create uh, to be honest so i didn't mind it my my biggest worry was the weapon variety mm, six weapons, what they did right? was well it's not even that it's it's weapon like the the design of the weapons didn't look unique enough it was basically one middle stock of a gun and then it added like attachments to make it either a sniper or an smg and stuff. like it looked bad that bit I didn't like sure. at all. That bit worries me because there was some unique weapons, like on King Shark, he had like a like a uh, a sickle and then like a butcher's um, knife and like that was cool. And like Harley had like a, a a massive hammer and then like a baseball bat, even a cricket bat with like barbed wire around it. Like yeah. that to me, like what they should do is what they similarly should do. Like because Borderlands is the same thing. Borderlands has the same problem where. A lot of the weapons are the same weapon, just with different attachments added to make them look different. Or effects, yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you can get around because there's literally millions of them, millions of varieties. But I can't imagine there being that many in this. And what I think they did fairly well in Borderlands, but what was my biggest, one of my biggest gripes with Borderlands was that the uh, legendary drops weren't unique looking enough. The thing that made them unique was what they did versus how they looked. They obviously did it in some areas that made them look kind of unique. But not it wasn't to me. It wasn't unique enough. Like they needed to be like separately designed things that you didn't see anywhere else in the game. Like they were like these. Like to me, Borderlands would have been infinitely better had it been like say you got a legendary rocket, but the rocket was like really cool, like futuristically looking, but completely different in design to how like most of the other rocket launchers looked. Like it wasn't basically like to me like in Borderlands a rocket launcher, a legendary rocket launcher was a what uh, an epic one looked like, but with a different skin. Sure. That's all it was, and I don't. I don't like that. I want a bit more effort put in, which I think they've done in some areas, but not in others. In this, and that worries me a little bit too. I really, I just, I love it when you get a, a legendary weapon, and it just looks like so, like it looks like a really, really cool, well-designed, separately-looking weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you get like a, a legendary pistol in this game, I want it to almost like have like six barrels or something, you know. But it looks like like something from the future or something from way in the past like it just looks so like unique it needs to look unique but i i'm really worried it's just going to be reskins of the same crap <laughs> i think that that's a big worry for me at the minute we we have a much better idea of the game but as you say say shay jay shay jay as you um say we have some questions that we'll need answering yeah. before we purchase make the purchase i think it's funny i think the game actually comes out the 25th of may 
that when it comes out? 26th of May? Yeah. By the way, do you so think it's, it's almost hitting four that? months to the day? I you think. think it's hitting that? That's three months. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think it is. I think the game looks fairly polished, actually. Okay. I think it might I think get right pushed to June. right now they're in polish. I think right now they're in polish. Fine. I agree. I agree. I agree. They've had, well, they've had a long time, right? I guess the question is... The game is, hasn't gone gold yet, has it? I don't think so. No. It no. usually goes gold about a month before it comes out, so... Actually, it can be weeks. The... Like two or three weeks. I think... Once it comes out, we'll know whether they've been unified in one vision for this game for eight years, or whether they've had to change the game halfway through. You know what I mean? Yeah, that seems to be the biggest... Uh, trend a lot in games recently where they'll start making a game and then it changes development halfway through and becomes something so different that they've basically had to restart the whole thing and it shows yeah avengers right yeah i mean so many games yeah. <laughs> games are like that that's really bad i saw a tweet actually someone put up which i thought was quite interesting um someone said the suicide squad kill the justice looks like crackdown 4 wow doesn't it i mean I get it does though, right? It has the same like the the mobility in the air, the crashing down, the shooting shooting weapons, the third person aspect, like it, the colors, like the color schemes and everything, like the whole purpley and green sort of like orbs and whatever. Like it looks so much like Crackdown. Sure, and that actually makes me that that I saw that and went, hang on, that is a pretty good marketing thing right there. They could totally use that. Oh, I don't think they'd want to be associated with that, though, right? Especially since they're oh, under no, PlayStation's awesome. banner now. Like, Crackdown over so. Suicide sure. Squad. Suicide sure, sure, Squad sure, is sure. fucking, you know... But no, you know what I mean, though. Like, it's just... it's It definitely brings the Xbox players a bit more uh, happy. Uh, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Also, uh, speaking of which, like, this isn't an exclusive to PlayStation, right? Is that correct? Uh, no, it isn't, no. I mean, because they are marketing it like it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's definitely... Uh, I think it might even get some exclusives, I think, later down the line on PlayStation. Mm. Which is making me wait for to be able to, you know, buy it or whatever. 100%. Actually, I don't think we've even got pre-order bonuses or anything yet. I think, actually, no, we know the pre-order bonuses is the original skins or the original costumes for the characters. Okay. They got leaked uh, yesterday, so... Right, okay. Well, we'll definitely keep our eye on that one, Jay. A very interesting game coming out later in I the year. I think just the last thing I want to say about that Please. is just the, the overall um, consensus is that people are dislike, mass disliking the, the videos for the game at the minute. Why? Um, and they're, they're making a case that I think everyone... It seems like there's a large group of people online that really, really hate everything to do with games of service, live service, always online games. Yeah. Because sure. I think the, the biggest gripe that Redfall and this have right now is that you need to be online, you need to have an internet connection to play solo. Both games require you, if you want to play on your own, you have to be connected to the internet. And there's two reasons why that's bad. One, if the game servers go down, you then can't play the single-player content ever again, which means you basically are renting the game, not owning it, right? Okay, that makes sense to me, yeah. And then two, if for some reason you either lose your connection or people for some reason can't afford internet, that means they can't play the game either. That makes sense. That makes sense. I thought it was just a principle thing, but that that is... I I guess, I don't know, like... That does make sense because the, the one thing about uh, Back for Blood is that they went from online only, uh, from having needing in, in their connection for single player to taking it away. So there is a possibility that it could get patched out essentially later on. Down so they the can line. change that. They can change it because it's been done on Back for Blood. Huh. Back for Blood released as you need to be on the internet, and then about three months later they changed it. They were like, right, we're taking it away. That's a bit crazy. 
I think they did that because they knew the game was dying pretty quickly, so they needed to bring people in, but it didn't really work, I don't think. Huh. They, by the way, they released a lot of DLC for that game, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, there was a good roadmap for that. Yeah, but I think that's a you make a good point about that. Even with Back for Blood, I think a lot of these games, service live service games, are dying off a lot quicker than game developers are hoping. Mm. So I think it. I think this type of game will die out over the next three or four years. Sure. And I think anyone. I think the next development cycle of games we'll get won't be these types of games. It'll probably be single player, um, either RPGs or you know just straight up regular single player campaign story games. We'll see a shift in the meta. Over the next four to six years, I reckon. Next up, Jay. <sighs> it yeah. takes two, according to the developer Hayes Light, has sold over ten million units. We spoke about this already. On the show. Yeah. Moving on. This was a while ago. <laughs> a more interesting news story. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool amount of number though. Pretty cool number. It is a cool number. Nintendo Switch is coming up to 122.55 million units lifetime sales. Wow. What does that That's mean, Jay? more than anything that Nintendo's ever done before. It's more than anything Nintendo's done. It's more than the PS4, which is one of the biggest consoles oh, of Jesus. all time. That is, yeah. So here's, here's the layout, guys, because I want to talk about this all day. The Switch is now the third... Hold on. Where's PS2? Oh, this is Nintendo. Right, okay. No, that's a lie, Jay. It's N- Nintendo DS has sold 154 million units. So it's oh, coming okay. for the DS and it's coming for the PS2. It'll surpass it easy, yeah. Well, I reckon over its lifetime, it'll surpass the PS2. I th- think personally, Jay, if they release this Nintendo Switch Plus and it's classed as a no, Nintendo yeah, Pro, Switch, I think it's skyrocketing same. past that number. No, it will do because um, Call of Duty's coming to... Uh, Nintendo just signed a deal with... Uh, Microsoft. Xbox about about um yeah Call a ten year deal for to have Call of Duty come to Switch. I reckon between now and about three or four years time, it'll be two hundred million units sold, easy. But the question is, Jay, easy. I I agree, and we can obviously talk about that. It might even be two fifty. But I think honestly. the question is, do they release a new generation and start from scratch yeah. before that? Like no, they no, could no, either no. hang on for two or three years with this machine, or and it is still selling, or do they say, "Here's the Nintendo Switch Two or whatever they want to call it"? Yeah, Switch Pro is coming. It's it's sort of been like known for many years now that it is. It's definitely been in development for at least but, the last three or four. Are we classing um, that as still a Nintendo Switch console? If yeah, that makes still sense? a Switch, still a Switch right. console. Technically, yeah, it's basically like an evolution. I don't think it's necessarily a new generation. Sure. It's hard to say, really. It's almost like going it's from the... It's a 1X, um... right? It's it's a PS4 Pro. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But, I mean, they could just come out straight out and be like Nintendo Switch 2 or, you know, whatever yeah. they want to call it. And again, and Jay... Technically, be a different generation, but... I know that everyone talk, says this and talks about it, but clearly uh, Nintendo don't occupy the same road or planet compared to Xbox and PlayStation. They just they're just they're just doing their own thing right like we talk about the same road it just happens to be a bit further back i mean but not much further back i honestly think they're catching up no oh jay no what i'm saying is they're beating like right now they're beating playstation (sighs) and xbox i mean yeah but that's only because of the amount of sales they get in in the east right i mean you could you could basically say that playstation is europe xbox is the west and Nintendo is the East. That's kind of like the best way to describe it, I'd say. 
But I would say PlayStation dominated the West last generation, personally. Obviously. And it's also heavily in the East, too, because most, sure. most PlayStation sales are done in the East. So I'd say PlayStation, I think, are on top right now. And then it goes Xbox, then it goes Nintendo. I just think honest. it's such it just depends ex- on how you look at it. I just think it's such an exciting time for like for Switch and Nintendo right now. Like we're living in a time, Jay, where we might this might be the most popular console ever made, ever. Yeah, ever. There won't be one that beats it. I don't think it's annoying because I have I always have a Switch, and it def- it desperately needs an upgrade. Like the 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 con- the hardware that's in the Switch currently is like I want to say it's coming up on a decade old hardware. Like we're basically playing like late stage three hundred and sixty. Mm. that's basically what a nintendo switch is it's like it's like it's like if they made a 360 pro <laughs> that's basically what the the quality is um and it needs up like I, if they made it to the same specs as uh, it basically wants to become steam deck that's basically what steam deck is basically switch pro that's the reason why it sold so well um but yeah they just des- they desperately need it because the new pokemon game that come out they should have waited for the Switch Pro on that. Sure. It it didn't it does not run very well in comparison to how it should do. I think um, one of the reasons that the Switch has sold so well, Jay, is that I think this point is un, un, underemphasized that it very much captures that imagination of a child where we can just like it's in there, you're playing it on the TV, and you just pop it out and you take it anywhere. And that is very much a we've never seen that before. That is a leap. That is a leap. You know what I mean? I know yeah, we've got I mean, a bit Steam of that Deck with is... xCloud and we've got a bit of that with the remote play and the backbone and stuff, but that no, true, is very yeah. much a a leap that I think has been underemphasized, but it's, it's a big one, really. Yeah, no, I agree. Nintendo had a, had a Direct recently. We're not covering it entirely because most of it is crap, but uh, I think one of the biggest things they had from it is they're, bring, they're basically allowing you to play any previous um, Nintendo um generation on switch so any gamecube game or like a big majority of gamecube games n64 snes uh game boy advance game boy color um uh and then like a bunch of ds games like they're all coming to nintendo switch online so basically every previous pokemon game is going to be on really switch potentially yeah they haven't officially announced it, but it could be coming soon. They've basically give. They, I know they're all for free, apparently too. I don't. From what no, I don't seen. know if I believe that. Not not the games are like free, but like you can download the software, and I think they've they've given away a number of games free. So it's basically like a game pass, but for Nintendo, like, but not really. Like you don't have to. You have to. You have to. You have to be connected to um, Nintendo Online. You have to have the subscription for Nintendo Online, much like Xbox Gold or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But as long as you have that, you can play like a set number of games for free. As long as you download the software for Interesting. it. Interesting. So at the minute, I think they've given away. Do you remember that Nintendo uh, Mario Kart, the first ever Mario Kart that came out on the on um, Game Boy? Uh, kind of. Yeah, so you can play that right now for free as long as you have a subscription to Nintendo Switch wow, Online. Wow. Okay. That with like the, the original Zelda, you can play for free. Jay, I always feel like Nintendo are just throwing money away. Why don't they just have every single bloody big game? They're getting game? there. That's what they're doing. They they're should be because they're uh, throwing away uh, in money. The next, like in the next three or four years, you'll be able to play most uh, sought-after Game Boy games, uh, GameCube games, and SNES and 64 games. They'll all be on Switch. That better be the case, Jay, because that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. They're, they're adding more games every every. Uh, 
cut on months, it seems. I mean, I'd go, but, um, I'd go, why not have Wii games on there? They've got the motion controls, for God's sake. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But uh, uh, most people look, from what I've seen online, a lot of people are looking forward to the original Pokemon games being on there. I mean, I, you just, you can't buy them for less than like 100 quid nowadays. Well, what about the Genuinely. remakes? Are they going to put like gold and silver on there? Uh, heart, gold, well, that's what I'm hoping because they put that on there. I'm that's the first thing I'm getting because they're say, the ones yeah. I missed out on. And I'm pissed off about it still. <laughs> yeah, Jay, I want them so bad. Let's move on because uh, we've yeah, got quite please. a few more things to discuss. So, last couple of news stories. It looks like Civ Seven's in development, according to yes. Firaxis Games. Let's go. Been wanting that for a while. Because me, me and Will were talking about Civ Six last night about how good of a game it is. I've already put 300 plus hours into the game. Like, it's so good. I really kind of... I'm hoping they go a bit more realistic with Civ 7 rather than the sort of cartoony aspect of it. Mm. Like, I like the cartooniness, but they kind of they need to step away from that a little bit. But wasn't Civ 6 not as received well commercially and critically as Civ 5? Because I remember Civ 5... Yeah, I was going to say, Civ 5 definitely feels like maybe the biggest one that mm. came out. But I, I, I think Civ, Civ 6 has the most added content to it of any Civ game. Does it really? I think it had, at this point, I think it had like, uh, when it released, it had, I want to say 12 countries you could play as. And I think now they just released, I think their last country pack, which like included another three countries you could play as, or like three leaders you could play as from countries. And I think now they've got like 30 plus con- like leaders you can play as. Crazy. I guess in, they've been slowly releasing content for that game for the last like six years or so, five or six years. Okay, it's kind of insane. Like the game's still going; <laughs> like, people are still buying stuff for it. So sure, Firaxis know what to do when it comes to stuff like that. And say so the lead guy for Firaxis just left, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, so, which is very is uh, is sort of uh, the way things go. Whenever there's like an end of a project happening there's usually someone who leaves someone higher up tends to leave to not always a bad thing, thing right not always a bad no thing. not always a bad thing just usually a sign of like well this was like their last thing they did so now the new blood is coming in and making something different kind of sure thing. sure yeah very exciting and the last news story uh mortal kombat 12 confirmed for 2023 during yeah, it an got accidentally call. yeah it got accidentally leaked which is hilarious if you ask me it's so stupid they did this so basically they, they live streamed their earnings they do like a thing of like, these are the games that are coming out for this year. This is what we expect to make kind of thing. Like we expect those games to sell well. And the two games they said were Suicide Squad and Mortal Kombat 12. And everyone went, hang on, you weren't supposed to say that. You said you said the quiet bit out loud. <laughs> so I think the guy who leaked it accidentally is probably being, you know, talked to, I imagine. Oh dear. He wasn't supposed to say that. We, 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 well, you, Unless he you, was, and it was like a marketing thing, but Jesus Christ. The, um, I think they were going to announce it at E3, I think. that was. The I was going to say, it must have been close to announcement, surely. Because right? Mortal Kombat 11 got announced, and within three or four months it came out. Sure. Mortal Kombat and, and NetherRealm, uh, their marketing is usually very short window, but a lot all at once, basically. So they want to like like punch the hype into you just for a short amount of time so that you don't lose interest. So I think they're good at like not slowly burning you with stuff because they know that that can lose interest easily. So totally. And Mortal Kombat is still one of the, I think, I think actually is the best selling gaming franchise of all time or fighting gaming franchise of all time. Ah, cool. More than Street Fighter. Way more. I Way was, more. I was so impressed by Mortal Kombat 11 in terms of the, uh, just the quality of the game and how much there was, that was there. I, I don't see how they can make games that yeah. quick, that well, to be honest with you. It blows my mind. Uh, I want to say, I think it's been four years since the last uh, NRS game. 
Actually, no, it's been it's been almost five years, and NRS tend to release a new fighting game every four years, and they've yeah. skipped out on this uh, latest one. Okay. I thought it was so like three more, years. It'll but... be more than four years since their last release by the time this new Mortal Kombat comes out. Well, there was rumours about Injustice 3, wasn't it? Because they've skipped Injustice wow. 3. I mean, yeah, so... they've skipped it and gone. Yeah, because usually the, the, the sort of routine was it was an Injustice game, a Mortal Kombat game, Injustice game, Mortal Kombat game. But they've skipped Injustice this time and gone straight to Mortal Kombat. Fair. I think it's because they realise Injustice doesn't sell as well, and but Mortal Kombat always sells amazingly. So sure. They've just gone straight to the money rather than what people actually wanted necessarily. Sure. All right, Jay, let's wrap up the news. I want to talk about what I've been playing. Please. So, I've got quite a few things. First. Yeah, I know. Bloody hell. Anthem. We've played <coughs> yes. and tried. Well, I've tried Anthem for the first time. We've played it together for a little bit. Now, my thoughts, Jay, on Anthem. I've uninstalled it, and I'll oh, tell wow. you the story why. Did you finish it? No. Oh, so, this is interesting. I did. I was, yeah, I've, well, I wanted to tell you. So, <laughs> what, what, what sort of game is Anthem? So... It's so interesting, right? I can totally see where those Bioware routes are, right? When you get to the Fort Tarsus or whatever it's called, they've tried to put some characters in there, some dialogue, some dialogue choices. They've tried to put it in there. I can I can see that. They've tried to put a lot of lore in the game, which isn't quite yes, that engaging because it's yeah. just picking up collectibles, right? I think that the game looks pretty good, actually. I think the graphics look pretty good. I think the gameplay is awesome. I think flying never gets old and I think exploring the world never gets old either. I, I'm always going like, oh, what's that over there? And what's that over there? And I think the core missions are really quite fun, actually. I think where it fell down for me, Jay, is as soon as I got to a bit in this story where I had to go to the free roam section, as it were, or explore the world freely, um, I was like, whoa, this is repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's exactly what we don't want from these live service games, basically, isn't it? Yeah. So the actual core missions and stories, well, not stories. I didn't really care about any of the characters, sadly, and I didn't really care about the story. But the gameplay was good, and the graphics were good, and I enjoyed it more than I thought it would. But as soon as I got to this, you know, like, you got to grind this, and you got to do this, and do these world events, I just thought, not a Scooby, mate. Not doing that. <laughs> so that's it, really. That's funny. So I just okay. thought I'd let you know it's, about that. It's funny how I we've had so many live service games now, but no one can quite seem to put their finger on what it is exactly that makes them great. What makes them play it? But what has made Destiny last this long? Versus, like, what's... I don't understand how it does it. I just don't... I, I've played them, and I don't think I can tell you exactly why. I'm thinking I'm the same boat as you. Is, is it because it's a new IP, do you reckon? Anthem's a new IP. Or is it just because it was the first one that did it? Much in the way that Fortnite was the first one that did it. So it's still going. If you had a gun to my head, I genuinely believe it's because the core gameplay is that good. Yeah. People don't mind doing the same thing over and over if it feels good, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just it's frustrating that we haven't quite seemed to recreate it, and I really wish they could, especially with DC or Marvel. Like they could have absolutely nailed it. But do we want them to recreate it when me and you don't actually play Destiny? You know what I mean? Well, uh, Destiny, I feel like, is a lot like uh, a WoW, where you kind of just have to stop. There has to be an end. Until there isn't, you know, until they've added something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I, I could play Destiny all day, but there, there is an end. Like, once you reach max light level, and you've got the best stats and everything. That is the end, technically. Sure. Um, yeah, but then there's a new season every wanted... three months, you know, so it's like... Sure, but that's just, you know, 
that's like cherry on top. That's for sure. people who are like have nothing else to play or don't want to play anything else. Sure. I think that kind of game is what makes them great is that they have to be able to last that long much in the same way wow is still going like they, i think wow and destiny have the same formula but no one can seem to recreate it which is annoying seems like a difficult formula for sure but yeah. i enjoyed anthem more than i thought it would now another yeah. game no, it's surprisingly good yeah uh, and I'm, I'm well <coughs> jay another example of me listening to your recommendations i hope Yay. you know yes another- overwatch 2 next <laughs> another uh game that we finished off jay uh yeah wonderlands tiny tina's oh sure sure sure. yeah we've now all we've got every single achievement now yeah, yeah. yeah so we play through the monstrously boring and repetitive dlc yeah which was basically you have to there's four dlc and they each take 15 minutes but you have to do you them gotta just... play them all four times basically exactly yeah so 16 missions yeah, exactly. Each getting slightly higher each time. Didn't really make much, much of a difference with our builds because we're massively overpowered anyway. It's true. It's true. Plus we played it on easy, so That's whatever. true. So we played through them, um, and then we also, uh, well, glitched? Would you uh, say? Exploit, I'd say. Is exploit. exploit. We used an exploit, guys, to basically get in, well, as much money as we wanted in the game to buy the rest of the backpack upgrades now i want to put this out there in the tgo forums right because in my i I discussed this with uj while we were doing it right like is this cheating is this supposed to be part of the experience i personally think that this doing that is part of our wonderland's experience in the sense of you know what i mean like i'm going to remember doing that and I'm also yeah, going to remember... That'll be the thing I remember, exactly. Nothing else. <laughs> and I also... I remember when we got that achievement. Do you remember how we did that? That was so cool, right? We literally just exactly. sat there for like half an hour, maybe even longer, amazing. and just like did the exploit. And um, I needed I needed Jay's help to do it anyway. Well, like We both needed each other. And I think he was yeah. glad to get the achievement as well. Because basically, guys, you, to buy every upgrade for the weapons and the backpack and the bank, it literally costs like... Uh, I don't know, Jay. I like fifty hours of gameplay. Like what? what? Yeah, it's about three hundred million in-game currency. Which you, if you did one run of Chaos Chamber, you could ru- almost make a million. Right. Okay. So we're talking three hundred runs minimum. That's Who's got time for that? Three hundred runs. Who's I think over my entire gameplay experience with with the runs, I think I maybe did a hundred and fifty. Maybe. As a push. Sure. Sure. So, uh, yeah, and that took me like 20 plus hours to do that. So, you know, I think you just, you absolutely just did something for me that unlocked something in my brain. Two things. We'll start with this. The co-op aspect of playing Wonderlands made it 10 times more fun. To do the exploit? No, just in terms of like playing a game to me on my own. I think with a campaign is more warranted. But when you do end game stuff, I feel like it almost has to be with other people. Sure. Because doing end game stuff on your own, that's when it becomes grindy. That's when it becomes annoying. But when you've got someone else to bounce off of, to be like, "Yo, did you get that drop? Oh, I haven't got that drop yet. Let's let's keep playing till I get that drop." That is when the loop becomes more fun. And I think to me, that's how I just I can't believe this. Just you just unlock something on the brain. That's to me where Destiny became more fun because I ne- I never played it on my own in the end game loop. Not really. Like I played it. Prim- I pl- always played it with people online. Like the matchmaking was the thing you did. Right. You always had to have to bounce off someone else. Like if they got the drop, you were like, "Oh, that now gives me the motivation to keep going to then want to get that thing." And I think that is might be what 
Suicide Squad has in its favour in that it is primarily co-op based. And so if you're playing with other people, it may be more fun in the end game, I have a feeling. Um, and then I guess the... What was the second thing? It was co-op. Oh yeah, the exploit. Um, I feel like the exploit part of it... Some people... I, I know you've probably made this argument before because I think I remember you saying it before. But like, it's almost like... have. Do you remember San Andreas and Vice City? You played those games, right? I've played San Andreas. I haven't really played okay. Vice City. So both of those games, back in the day, they're PS2 games, right? Yep. 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 There was, back in the day, there was a thing called like Game Shark and Game Cheats you could get, right? Sure. So you put cheats in the game and it made it so you could fly about in a car, or you had infinite ammo, or infinite money, or like every gun was available to you even though you couldn't get them normally. That, to me, was when I had the most fun in those games. Now, I'm not saying to bring cheats back in video games, because that would uh, be awful, I think. But I think if you had uh, something in your game that was an exploit that allowed you to bypass hundreds of hours of grindiness, but it still made you play the game for as long as you would have done before you did that, and like you still play... Let's say like it took you 40 hours to grind to that point, but it only took you half an hour to get to that point with an exploit, but you still played 40 plus hours of the game anyway, even though you had that exploit. To me, that is fine. But I think that obviously the developers want you to play the game and spend the money on the game not having that exploit. And I think that there's like a, an element of like a god mode almost where it can ruin the game because you, you've hit the end already, so why would you want to bother keep playing? But if the, if the game loop and the game itself is good enough that even if you've got everything and you still keep playing, that's when it becomes the best it possibly can be. And I think this exploit is like a good example of where I would still happily play Wonderlands for another 40 hours, I think, after this exploit we did. I would happily do that. And I think if the game can do that, that that to me is it's hit the pinnacle of what should be great about it. In co-op, so sorry. I'm glad we did solo. it. <sighs> yeah, solo is tough. I think you probably more than likely have to play it in co-op at that point. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think solo can be fine. It just depends on what else you're doing at the time. But I, I really, it's, it's tough because a lot of people don't have friends to play with. Which is what I think there needs to be a matchmaking element. Um, is there a matchmaking element in Wonderland? I think there is, mate. Yeah, I think there is. I can't remember. It would be nice if there was. Yeah, I'm, yeah, sure I'm kind of hoping that. I'm, I think the biggest thing about what evolved Destiny before was that it didn't initially have matchmaking, but when it gained it, it then made it 10 times more fun. Sure. So I think as long as there's a matchmaking element to Suicide Squad, it should be a lot better. Because I don't think there was one for. Was there one for Avengers? I think there was. Mate, two. I'm very sorry to interrupt your flow. I really need to go to the toilet. I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, go for it. Anything else you would like to say, Jay, on the topic? I think I'm good with that. Sure? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also been playing Resident Evil 5 with Will still. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So we actually... Still. F- still. Still. Wow. So we finished our veteran run through, uh, which is basically just doing the game on the hardest difficulty at the time. Yeah, which uh, was a challenge in some areas, um, but we got through it, which I thought was really cool. It's the first Resident. I think I've already said it before, but it's the first Resident Evil game I've finished. So uh, now yes. we're doing a professional run, and we're actually mopping up all the collectibles. I think after that, we will probably go through the DLC, and then we'll probably be finished with it. To be honest, so a couple more bits. Are to you going to hit a thousand or no? Nah, there's well one. There's some multiplayer achievements. I think. Sure. Two, 
I don't like the game enough to grind to fully <laughs> upgrade all the weapons, basically. Right, okay. And three... I don't care enough to get S ranks in the DLC, basically. Yeah, I kind of stand there. I kind of stand there. So that's that. Yeah. I'm also playing Lego Star Wars still, Jay, the Skywalker Saga on Game Pass. Okay. Still sure. editing game or something? Yeah, exactly podcast. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My editing game. Yeah, or podcast game or music game. I'm still very much enjoying it. Uh, and that's all I want to say about that. Okay. I also got Lego Lord of the Rings for Will using the yes. CX voucher. And I actually popped it in real quick uh myself because i had two achievements that i never got back in the day just two just two just two one of them was a 5g secret achievement for jumping in the lava in mount doom as a sealed door at the start of the game fine did that which works out well for me i didn't have my save by the way because it was on my 360 so i had no save Uh, so i had to start fresh and then the other one was finishing the mine of Mor- Mines of Moria level in 20 minutes or under 20 minutes or 15 oh, sure, minutes. Sure. It's just a ball ache, mate. It's an absolute ball ache. Basically, what you have okay. to do is you get halfway through the level, you save and quit, you go back in and the timer resets. That's really the only oh, way to do it. Oh, that's smart. Again, exploit. Exploit. But I mopped those up and I'm quite glad. You know, that was a little like, oh, they're finally yeah, gone. Finally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, weight like, off the shoulders type thing. So that was good. I will say, Jade, that I really enjoyed Lego Lord of the Rings when it came out, but that game's really good. Like, I think it was the okay. first open world Lego game, the first, one of the first to use voice acting from the films, like, as well. Oh, so, yeah. Interesting. So now Will's got that. Nice. Also playing with Will Master Chief Collection on occasion, just if we fancy uh-huh. jumping in and doing something, like a part-time or a par-score or something like that. So just jumping in and out of that as and when. Nothing committal at this stage at all. And finally tried hi-fi rush which i know you've played as well Oh right yeah, yeah yeah so i played up to the first boss on the hardest difficulty yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because i didn't realize that as jay told me later on the achievements don't stack together can you believe it no they don't no, which is unfortunately. rubbish so um i yeah, i think you've got to play through it about three or four times if you want to get all the achievements oh yeah it's an absolute no-go it's now, a bit like um darksiders in that you kind of have to complete the campaign and have to go back to certain areas to be able to unlock them. Oh, really? Yeah, similarly. Yeah, there's like doors you can't get to unless you've played the game like through it once. Interesting. Yeah. With like collectibles in it and stuff? Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. So yeah, so tried yeah. it, got up to the first boss. To be honest, Jay, it's not for me. I really no, appreciate I really appreciate everything it does. But yeah, just it just didn't speak to me like it spoke to others. And I think you're in the same boat, right? Yes, it was kind of, I'm kind of surprised when like all the all the hype came around it. I was like, people are praising this game. The game, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like, I think it probably the only thing it really did well was storytelling. Sure. Really, like it seems to have a really really good story. But other than that, and the I'm writing, really impressed. I think the writing and acting is pretty good too. Yeah, sure, but you know, it's whatever. It's you know, some people's thing, other people's it isn't. So it's, you know. I think people have initially reacted to it. Oh, this sounds I think it'll win some awards at the Game Awards. You reckon? I, yeah. I feel like everyone's had a bit of a knee-jerk reaction because it's a shadow drop. And I, yeah, I'm not sure it's even, like... Had this game not been shadow dropped, it wouldn't have done as well. True. True. I guarantee. Had this game had been, like, 
announced and then come out three or four months later, it wouldn't have even come close. It probably wouldn't have even sold that well. I don't know, Jay, why it got the scores it did, to be honest. I don't. I really don't understand it. I really don't. Like, I don't think people are talking about it even now. Nope, it's gone. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it came and went pretty quick. Where and I know I think I think I think we might have said this on the podcast before, but it reeks of being an Xbox game, and it's so funny that the <laughs> developer studio that made Evil Within One and Two have made this game, which is such an Xbox game, you know. Which it I know feels we... like an old Xbox game, like a mm. like a Sunset Overdrive style thing, you know. Which is what people are comparing Suicide Squad to as well. They were saying it's very Sunset Overdrivey. Interesting. Weird. Mm. that's it for me mate so let's jump into what you've been playing which is very exciting now before we do jay a couple of things Talk i want to point out one nick called yeah. this oh he called it two is it a painfully average game yes does that mean jay <laughs> wants to play it yes i joke yeah. i kid so jay no, first... i'm definitely the king of painfully average <laughs> The first... I mean, you know me, I'm Goldilocks, I'm average, I'm in the middle. You're Goldilocks, Goldilocks. So first game we've been playing is Atomic Heart. It's a struggle, it's a big struggle. Uh, do you know what would be wonderful, Jay? What you told me last night on Xbox, summarise it for the people. Tell me exactly okay. what you said, because you said it really I'll well. I'll try. Um, it feels like it has all the right pieces, just not in the right places or order. Like, to me, it feels like it could have been... Had this had this been developed by like I'm trying to think who makes like uh, I guess Bethesda if Bethesda made this game it would have been ten times better let's just put it that way um, the the acting is awful dialogue awful writing not that great uh, story and cinematic like the cinematics of the story like they don't really tell you anything like it's all very like up for debate about what is actually going on you go from complete peace to like all of a sudden it's anarchy but it explains it to you like you've been asleep for like a year. It's really like all of a sudden this like the story is being told to you like it happened over the course of like months, but it, it, an hour went by. So I don't really understand why. <laughs> What's going on? It's like really odd. Is that all the premise then? Like it's just basically, peace and then it's just chaos. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, the the way you go about, I think the only things that really sort of are good about it is the way you go about. Um, collecting weapon upgrades and like the crafting is a really good element to it i think that's probably the best thing like the way you go about collecting crafting materials is really really cool uh the way you upgrade your abilities on like your skill tree is pretty cool too um but the map is atrocious there's no sort of coherency about where you should go um there's no like mission select or like side quest select it's all just sort of like a bit of a weird open world mess but not open world at the same time like it's linear but open world but it, it kind of can't pick what lane it wants to be in okay um the worst thing about it is the enemy ai they've got a system in the game where you can't kill all the enemies they, they they'll just constantly keep respawning and the best thing you can do is just to hope to run away and hope that you get to the next area like that's pretty much it which is a bit not nice like i'd rather have to go to an area kill all the enemies in that area and then get to the next area like i don't really understand why they have to keep respawning that that really bugs me um yeah it just feels like a really badly edited movie like a movie that you thought was going to be good and then it was edited terribly and you're like well that didn't really make much sense 
So you came out of it sort of like, oh, that's a disappointment. So is it like that the trailers are all kind of accurate, but once you actually start playing it, you're like, oh, it's not quite gelling together how I thought it would, if that makes sense. Yeah, in my mind, like from the trailers, it almost looked like a Bioshock, but it's not. It's like a really bad Bioshock. Okay. Which is funny because Bioshock it doesn't really hold up as much as it should do. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of want, I still want you to play it just to sort of know what it's like. Like, I really think you should give it, like, about three hours. It needs more than an hour, because the first half an hour to an hour of the game is pretty much like a walking simulator. You just walk through this area, and that's it. And then you, once you actually get dropped into the action, it's a bit more interesting. Um, but I'm I'm not that far in, to be honest. I'm not as far in as I could be. But it just feels like a bit of a slog, really. feels like I don't really want to have to keep going. I feel like I'm playing it just to see what happens but i other than that i'm not really having much fun necessarily guys we need to support jay he's so close to uninstalling a game he's not enjoying playing we can yeah, do yeah i'm, I'm right there it. i'm honestly tempted just to go on borderlands today i want to go on pre-sequel and just play that instead do it <sighs> yeah it's tough man but i'm, I'm uh, borderlands i've played so much it's like boring at this point sure. <laughs> like, are you hard. waiting for the next release now then um well, I've still technically got the DLC for Midnight Suns, which we'll come back to. Um, is that out yet, Jay? It is out. It came out the, the 23rd. But the, the, the achievements are still broken, so I don't I don't want to play it until all the DLC is out at this point. For the achievements, so the achievements are fixed sort of thing. Yeah, because for me to be able to get the achievements that came out with the first DLC, I'm going to start a new game anyway. Oh. I don't really want to do that. Yeah, okay, so. fine. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I'm going to wait until all the achievements are out and fixed and then i'll play it <laughs> in 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 honor of uh, in honor <laughs> in honor in compliment in in compliment as a, as a compliment to in compliment to my sort of sort of current finishing x amount of games and playing them and finishing and moving on in a sort of ruthless capacity have you got yeah. any games or dlc maybe that you never got to like a burial under yeah. sea or a wolf i don't know um, i still need to finish kingdom hearts 3 okay I still need to finish uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay, yeah. Um, By the way, I think that game's free next month. Or coming to the PS Plus. I think it's, it's coming to PS... Game Pass as well. Is it? What? Is it? It is. Yep, the exclusivity ends and it's coming straight to Game Pass. Oh, man. Okay. Um, well, just on fine, those... Because when I, when I bought it, I don't think I bought it for like more than 15 quid anyway. So On those games, Jay, I know it obviously depends on how you're feeling, right? But like that'd be a great game to finish this weekend, Kingdom Hearts 3. Like Get it off the back catalogue, done uh, forever. It, it takes a lot of uh, effort. I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot more that goes into it than just finishing it. What about this Ghostwire? A, same. There's just a lot more that goes into it. A, I'd be playing that game for another 20, 30 hours. Really? It? Yeah, it's going to take a while. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't know where I where I sit right now with playing games. I just, I, I do want to get Atomic Heart finished, and I'm hoping that at some point in the future, all the achievements are fixed and I'll be able to finish it off. But yes, because um, for people who don't know, the achievements are so broken for that game. They are. They're unimaginably broken. Yeah, like but... there was an achievement you could get by finishing another achievement. So let's say you had two achievements, both of them collectibles. You picked up the collectible for one achievement. It counted towards the other one, and the other one didn't work. That's how bugged they were. Like mm. it tracked the wrong achievement. It's really bad. Um, Atomic Heart. The, one of the best things it's going for it really is how it looks. I think design-wise, it's probably one of the best I've seen in like aesthetically. 
amazing like the weapon design the um the get like the actual like characters and enemies like the variety is amazing um combat is terrible but you know that's to be expected i guess if the rest of it isn't really great but again this is their first game and it's very very ambitious and I, they just didn't hit the mark i think ign giving it an eight was way too high to be honest mm. i think it's a seven at a push seven at a push and jay what's let's let's have a therapy session right now what is compelling <laughs> you to finish this game because it's no good i'm not sure you're enjoying it just uh just to see if it improves at any point but surely you're better off playing and finishing a game you know you kind of like no i think there's almost that aspect of like there has to be some redeeming something about it right sure and I just want to see if there is. And if there isn't, then it's fine. At least I've finished it by that point. Sure. I Most mean, Game Pass, right? It's basically a free game anyway. Yeah, yeah, so totally. why, would I, why would I not want to finish it if I've already started? To sure. Agree. How long? And it... it's, not, it's supposed to be not that long of a campaign. So. Was it like 10, 12 I mean, hours? I probably could finish it by the end of the weekend if I rushed through the campaign. I could probably get done. If I started right now, I could probably get it done by midnight. Wow, that's cool. Maybe slightly earlier, maybe 10. <laughs> Like it's not that long of a campaign. A cool I think thought. you can actually speed. I think you can speed run it in about seven or eight hours. Um, but there's a lot of other content to do. Like I don't really want to necessarily do all that other content, but I want to have at least like most of the achievements out of the way and all the bugged ones. I can just come back to at a later date. You know. So are you? I want to get a... all. The, I want to get at least all the story ones out of the way. Are you following a collectibles guide? Uh, I was, but I don't need to anymore because I have. I've unlocked the collectibles trophies or achievements even though i didn't unlock uh didn't get all the achievements because they were bugged there was there were like some uh exploits that made it so you could get all the achievements without actually needing to get them so i've done those i did another one last night while i was talking to you and will so nice happy about that cool all right yeah ah well six years for nothing (laughs) much like uh how this is probably how i imagine a lot of people felt about cyberpunk but i was the opposite i love cyberpunk sure well there's plenty of other games to play, Jay. So yes, loads more to st- loads more coming. All next movies one to watch. was supposed to be play Star Wars in March, but it obviously got delayed. Mm. So the next one for me is uh, Dead Island Two, which I can't bloody wait because there's going to be a uh, a gameplay reveal in about a week. They're going to do like a really long gameplay, 4K gameplay. And let me just say this one last time, Jay, so everyone else can hear me. Please do not pre-order that game. Not yet. Not yet. No, I'm going to wait. Okay. And the big one for the week, Jay. Hogwarts yeah. Legacy. I'll just yeah. leave it to kind you. Kind of insane. I have platinumed it. It is completely done. 100%. Took me about 45 hours. Uh, yeah, very happy. It is. Uh, it's definitely not as good of a game as it could have been. Like I don't. I. What did IGN give it a nine? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's fairly warranted. I think it might even be an eight. Honestly, like there's definitely some things about it that aren't the best they possibly could be. I think Harry, the Harry Potter aspect of it is carrying it quite heavily. I was going to say, maybe it's because it is the best Harry Potter game we've ever had, perhaps. Yeah, I genuinely think it's just because it's the, the best Harry Potter game we've already had, uh, we've ever had. So I definitely think there are things... About, I think ultimately it's... It's like Spider-Man, but worse. Let's put it like that. Okay. Like, imagine, like, Spider-Man is 10 out of 10. Imagine if Spider-Man was an 8 out of 10. Sure. It's kind of what Hogwarts Legacy is. Okay. Like, there's enough about it that I don't that weren't the best that they could improve upon at some point in the future. I really hope they do make another one that's maybe set in the like first world war or like the twenties or the thirties or something like they just keep going until they get to Harry Potter and they then finally make the fucking Harry Potter games. That'd be ideal. 
I would, you know, I, I'd love it if they made a, a, a Hogwarts Legacy game, but it was just Harry Potter films, all seven of them, eight of them. If they just recreate, you could play as Daniel Radcliffe. That sounds pretty. Or Ron Weasley or Hermione. Jane. Fucking ambitious as shit, and they they made it exactly the same as the movies. They would sell way better than this game. They make they sell fourteen million in two weeks. If they could make that game, yeah, they wouldn't be able to. But you know, I hear you. So what is it? Small quality of life things that don't quite you know get it to that nine or ten area, or is it execution or? Um, it's tough. It's almost like um. Is it just is it just feel? Is it is it graphics? You know what like what is it? Graphically, it's great. Feel, it's great. It almost feels like it's there's just enough to get by. Like I think it's just, I think it's more my personal of like I need too much content in a game. Like for me, a game just needs too much content. There needs to be too much for me to do. So like I'm, I'm sometimes I'm not satisfied with just enough. <laughs> it's one of those sort of like my eyes are bigger than my stomach type things where I just I want to overfill myself with content. I get which that. Ultimately, leaves me feeling way over full and I get bored. But I'd rather be over full and bored than sometimes just enough. And I don't know. That's just a problem with me. Well, I, I was going to say, surely that is in slight conflict, Jay, with what we've said before about uh, specifically Final Fantasy 15, and that you should leave it wanting more. Yeah, I know. I'm a complicated person, clearly. My brain is funny <laughs> but, I mean, like that, Jay, but... 45 hours sounds like the perfect length to me. Genuinely. Yeah, uh, this, I, I think the longer I leave it, I'm more like, uh, actually, it, you know, it was just the right amount. I think had there been any more, it probably would have been boring and got annoying and repetitive. Um, I don't know, there's something missing, but I can't quite figure out what it is. Okay. It's one of those things that just sort of left to history at this point where i'm like what is it that's missing <laughs> we just need maximilian dude to tell us that's all i guess i don't know there's something there that's missing but i just i couldn't tell you what it was i really can't it's just it's like magic or like aliens you know they exist you just don't know where they are yeah yet. totally totally well kind let's have things. a think on it let's just reflect on it if you come one week six months from now and you're like nick i know what it was we'll talk about yeah, it it needs to be one of those sort of like aha or eureka type moments where i'm like oh that's what was missing but i can't i can't think of what it is right now so and just to let but you it is it is amazing i definitely think it'll be nominated for some things that's really cool that's really but cool. i i i think maybe part of the thing that i think is missing is that it doesn't feel as grandiose as maybe some of these other it doesn't feel like an epic game. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it sh- it doesn't have the, the gravitas. Okay. Almost like the sort of like oomph. There's a, there's a little lack of oomph. Maybe like the a Skyrim oomph or a cyberpunk oomph. Yeah, like there just doesn't seem as much of a like yay about it. It just feels very like okay. I'm glad it happened. I hear you. Cool. I hear you. <laughs> Like, I don't know, that could just be my mood. I'm not really sure. I'm really not sure. I just think, it's funny, like, early in the early in the beginning of the year, I, I feel less motivated about games than I do in, like, the middle to the end of the year. Mm. Like, I feel more excited about playing a game during the summer and the, and the autumn months than I do the winter and the spring months. I don't know what it is. It's just one of those things. I think, well, just to let everyone know, I won't be playing it right now because I've got too much to play. But yeah. I will. It's definitely going to be. A Plus, game I think you're probably going to want to potentially get it on sale. I, I honestly don't think this this game is worth. Is it worth sixty? Really? 
But I I do also want to support the game, Jay, because it's what I wanted. It's a single player yeah, Harry sure. Potter game. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'll still get it. Yeah, you know, I, but... I think what it lacks is more RPG elements. Like in my mind, I wanted to want it to be like the movies. I wanted you to to uh, start from year one. You're you know a year one student, and you work your way all the way to year five, and you literally spend five years in the game learning like you go to like it's like a persona but for harry potter yeah, that's totally. kind of what i had in my head totally. uh, because it wasn't that is why it's less than a 10 that's, that's that's what it is that's what it is it should have been persona but for with harry potter there we go we figured it out we figured it out we I did it there. guys we did it we did yeah. it it just wasn't persona <laughs> it wasn't persona. ever since i've played persona 5 everything is just worse but obviously that <laughs> that persona that persona oh model uh, definitely fits harry potter because it's got that school model it does right? it's so, a school yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah you go to class although persona wasn't even that it wasn't like go to class every day and learn something you do but you don't you know i think because it was turn-based if this was a turn-based game i probably would have enjoyed it more <laughs> and that's not even a joke if this was an RPG turn-based game, I would have enjoyed it ten times. Don't better. do it, Porky Games. Don't do it. He doesn't mean it. No, we all it. like action. We like it. My my favorite games of all time have all been turn-based. So, there we or are. primarily turn-based. There we are. There we are. That's what it is. I just need every game to be turn-based. Oh, please no. Please no. Yeah, every game needs to be Final Fantasy Thirteen. That's what it is. Oh Jesus. All right, yeah. Jay. Well, that's it for this week. Is there anything else you want to discuss before we wrap up? Um. Yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, I just kind of want to put out there, you know, that I'm excited for. Obviously, I'm I've been talking about it way too much, but I'm excited for Suicide Squad. I'm excited for the fact that it's a looter shooter. I'm excited for Dead Island Two. I'm really hopeful for that game because I really enjoy it. Like Dead Island One isn't a great game, but it is to me, and that's all I really care about. And I think that's what most people should care about when it comes to any sort of media, anyway. Is if it, if if you enjoy it, then what does it matter to other people doesn't enjoy it, you know? 100%. I think the only the only argument you can make about a game not being good or not being enjoyable to you uh, is usually as like a collective. Like the people who are hating on Suicide Squad at the minute are probably more than likely just jumping on a band, or some level of a bandwagon, because they want they because they want to see improvements in the gaming industry rather than the same old shit. And it, it kind of feels like we're just getting much of the same, and people don't really want that. They want, they want. You know me; I'm all about new IPs. My biggest rant of everything I've ever, ever had on here was: I just want new IPs. Give me new things, new ideas, new IPs. I don't want old stories, you know, told over and over again. Um, to a degree, um, you know, I don't want. I don't want Fortnite again. I don't want all the same stuff. But I, I just want different stories. I want. I want something to fall in love with, that's new and innovative, rather than. Something that I've already, you know, had the experience of, I guess. Um, and I think that's what I think. If people are hating on anything at the minute, it's just the fact that there isn't enough innovation that they would want. But it's, there, there probably is happening. It's just not happening in the way they want it to. So um, I just want, you know, I'm just hopeful. And I, I think that's my other middle name. Is just hopeful. You know, I'm, I'm always uh, going in with low expectations, but expecting great things. And a lot—it's just not happening at the minute. And I think we're all a bit bogged down by the fact that um, greatness doesn't seem to be coming out of the gaming industry as much as we would hope. And again, I'm just looking forward to whatever's coming out. And if it's, if it's a disappointment, then whatever. Like even with Atomic Heart, you know, I looked forward to it for six years, and it is, it is a massive disappointment. But 
I'm still excited it exists, and it just means that the next thing that comes out could be an improvement. You know, totally. People will see that and go, "Oh, I want to make that, but better." Like, to me, there needs to be bad to be good, and hopefully, that's what Avengers has done to this DC game. That's the bad. DC is the good, and so on and so on. Hopefully, hundred percent. There's a lot of so, a lot to look forward to this year. Lots to look forward to. Some a lot it... to expect and hope that it's going to be brilliant. Correct. But it may not be. We hope. We be. hope it's all brilliant. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some yeah. misses where we thought it was hits, and there'll be some hits which yeah, we, thought, hits were misses, we thought were so. misses. Yeah, exactly. It's the ebb and flow of, of everything, isn't it? And with that, has to be balanced. Has to be balanced, like the force. Mm, and with yes. that, we'll end this week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good rest of your weekend, and we will Yay. catch you whenever. Cool. Bye bye. Bye. I did your bye bye. Did you notice? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> bye bye.